Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are in the world. Thank you for joining me for this week's edition of the SMIE Consulting Midweek Roundup. We're live from Belgrade, Serbia, attending the S uh, Education USA Europe Eurasia Regional Forum. Uh, we're having uh, the last day of the forum today, uh, some amazing sessions over the last three days that have uh, really helped. Uh, open my eyes to some new possibilities uh, for uh, for universities uh, to connect uh, with Education USA as part of their overall international recruitment trends. We're going to talk about basically Education USA today. And for those who know me well, this is one of my favorite topics. Uh, Education USA uh, has been in my blood internationally and professionally since I started in the profession in 1993. My first uh, international ed boss uh, told me shortly after I was hired that uh, when you are uh, recruiting international students around the world, developing plans for how to recruit in particular countries, these Education USA advisors are going to be become your best friends. And they, uh, at the time, they were called OCS advisors, this is back in the 90s. So uh, Education USA as an entity didn't start until, uh, with a name, uh, didn't start until 99 uh, when um, when, you, uh, when the State Department had a formally developed a logo and a name for the network, but they had existed, uh, educational advisors had existed before uh, the name came into effect. And at that point, uh, my first uh, Education USA regional event uh, was here in Europe uh, in a, at a conference in Budapest uh, in the summer of 1998. Uh, first one of these regional forums uh, that I got to attend 24 years ago last month. So for me, Education USA has always been a part of um, my professional uh, career in terms of whether I was working for Education USA for, for six years in Washington, D.C. as the marketing coordinator and outreach coordinator uh, based at IIE for the network, uh, to uh, my first uh, international assignment at Marquette to my current work uh, in my consulting work, but also with my role at UNLV as Director of Global Recruitment and Partnerships. And that's why I'm here. Uh, I'm representing UNLV. Uh, and in that respect, uh, from beginning to, to the, the current time in my career, Education USA has always been at the heart of what I seek to uh, engage in uh, and, and spend my professional capital on uh, as much as I can uh, to uh, the re relationships that I've been able to develop going back to the 90s are, are still thriving today. Some have retired, some have moved on, uh, but uh, those they are some of the most hardworking people in the industry and some of the unfortunately poorest paid uh, educational uh, officials, uh, advisors uh, around as well. So, but we, I, I, I talk from a, a, a position of history working with the network, but also from a position of just a great love for the people uh, that are here. Um, the regional uh, coordinators that uh, the advisors on the ground that do the hard work are really the heartbeat of the network of over 430 advising centers in 175 countries. Uh, they are they make the network who, what it is. Uh, the regional coordinators, there's actually three of them here. Um, we've got um, uh, Gordana Merkic uh, from, uh, that's based in this part of the world in East, uh, if, well, she's the sole European REAC uh, that we that is currently uh, employed. There's two openings recently, one from uh, based in uh, Ukraine, uh, Katya Skodova uh, recently left her position there, obviously with with some uh, with what's going on there. But also uh, uh, we we uh, lost uh, another REAC uh, for uh, Western uh, Europe uh, at the beginning of the summer. 
So uh, uh, two other EXs stepped in, and uh, Karen Bauer and Melissa Deschamps from uh, the MENA region have stepped up and have helped Gordana and her team here. I uh, want to give a special shout out to Elizabeth Chung and her team uh, at the International Academic Center here in Belgrade. Elizabeth's one of the, uh, the longest serving advisors. I think she's, she mentioned she's been in her position for 25 years. Uh, since '97, so she and Dragan Dokic, uh, Dra Dragan Stoic, Dragan, Dragan uh, is uh, just a, just a, a real hero of mine. Uh, he he was doing tech uh, back and and started thinking social long before most advising centers were. So uh, they've been in charge of this uh, this putting on the local arrangements, folks. Uh, obviously being based here in Belgrade, so a special shout out to them. They're, they're just amazing people and uh, really salt of the earth uh, and incredibly knowledgeable in their field. Now I'm going to spend some time in terms of. Uh, in terms of talking about Education USA and the services that they provide, and particularly these uh, these conferences that they host, uh, typically pre-COVID they were doing two of these every year, and in fact this this conference was supposed to be in 2020 and had to be delayed. Uh, there's also the WHA for Western Hemisphere uh, Advising Centers that's taking place in November in Costa Rica. Uh, I'll be dropping the links to these into the chats on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter, and LinkedIn. Uh, later today. But in terms of what you need to know, uh, these regional forums really give you a chance. If you're, if you're targeting particular world regions for uh, increasing your brand exposure for your institution in a particular region, if you're looking for partnerships, if you already have significant traffic from certain countries within a region, these regional forums give you a chance to connect with those advisors on the ground, help connect them with maybe some of your current students to help the advisors, advisors do their job better in terms of providing that current, all-important current student perspective on life in the U.S. Uh, you get a chance to reconnect with uh, uh, reconnect uh, with alumni who might be back in country that do, uh, your advisors might, uh, the advisors, Education USA advisors might need to know. Uh, uh, connect them with them to potentially serve as panelists. So there's some great uh, information sharing and learning going on at these regional forums. So uh, absolutely a priority if you're. Uh, if you're if you're going to be traveling at all internationally, um, for me uh, at UNLV that this year this is uh, these are the priority events for me. Uh, these regional forums here for Europe, Eurasia, uh, for. Um, Western Hemisphere. We're going to be uh, doing uh, quite a bit in Latin America in the coming years uh, because of our, our location in the southwest of the United States and some natural affinities there uh, as an HSI as well. Uh, now we're, we're in, the, uh, in the first week of Hispanic Heritage Month and uh, obviously that's, uh, there's some real relevance for our institution. Uh, so that WHA conference in November will be very important. Uh, there will be one in Africa. Uh, the word on the street is it might be uh, at the end of April, beginning of May uh, in hopefully South Africa, maybe Cape Town. The last time it was there, uh, 12 years ago, I had the pleasure of uh, being in uh, Johannesburg for, for that event uh, right after the World Cup. So looking forward to uh, getting back to South Africa, potentially. That's just word on the street, nothing official yet. But uh, that's, uh, that's the next regional forum, and then maybe one again in the fall. Uh, we're not sure. Uh, probably only one. Uh, these are, are expensive things to put on. So budgets are, are just getting back up to where they need to be, hopefully, in the next few months. But uh, in terms of resources, let's let's start. Well, I've, I've told you some of the, the real meaty stuff with these with these with the travel that you can do to uh, to uh, recruit students. Uh, 
uh, get to know regions, get to know education systems, get to know what works in particular countries. All that's particularly relevant. But uh, what resources I want to share with you today, for those that are not already connected uh, with EdUSA, I'm dropping the link to uh, the Education USA uh, section of their site uh, for U.S. higher education uh, professionals. As, uh, uh, there is a login uh, that you can request that gives you access to some back-end stuff that uh, is particularly helpful, uh, particular React contact details, all these other things, are, and advisor emails are all behind that, uh, that uh, login. So definitely recommend getting that. Once you do that, you can also register for the HEI e-newsletter or HEI newsletter that comes out monthly. Uh, that is something we started when I was working at Education USA back in the day uh, as a way for um, to up for the EduSA community to up, update uh, uh, higher ed community in the U.S. on uh, upcoming fairs, any forums, any uh, uh, new scholarship programs that we're developing in the region, those kind of opportunities. So that's a great resource. So um, the, the link to the higher ed section of the EduSA site, and uh, you request the login from there. Uh, also, in addition to the Education USA forums uh, and the monthly uh, higher, higher education monthly updates, that's what the HEI, uh, that's what we used to call the HEI eNews. Uh, it's called U.S. Higher Ed Monthly Update now. Uh, I'll be dropping a link to the most recent edition there. Uh, there's also, for those of you who are traveling and are get hit, either hitting the road or still committed to doing some virtual uh, fairs, uh, Education USA now has a consolidated site where all of this information is, and that's a godsend. Because uh, it, it used to be, well, if you don't get the HEI newsletter, then uh, you'll, you, you won't get the links, and, or you had to be on the uh, check out their Facebook pages. But now there's just one location where you can go to get uh, all the available fairs to register for. You can search by location by region, um, by city, uh, that type of thing. And so it lists all the upcoming ones, uh, lists both virtual and in-person fairs. So that's, I think, that's a very useful thing to know. Uh, and one in particular that I'll highlight, because we're obviously talking about EUR, uh, is in uh, in I think it is in October or November, it might be November, uh, there is the Eurasia, or Europe, Eastern Europe and Central Asia uh, regional uh, virtual fair that'll be happening. That's only five hundred dollars to register. Some of some of these EduSA re- virtual fairs are free. Uh, some there's uh, fairly low cost. Some are where there's big volume coming, like the India fairs they had earlier uh, in September uh, had I think a fifteen hundred dollar fee, but there was like. 10,000 students that came to that event. So uh, there, so check out the, the fair uh, page, educationusafairs.org, and the link will be dropped into the chats. So some great resources there. Uh, if you're looking for something just to give uh, more background on uh, kind of top, larger, bigger picture issues, uh, they have also their own podcast. And as you know, those who follow uh, the Midweek Roundup, you know we have an audio-only podcast version of what we do here on Wednesdays available that you can get uh, on our website at smieconsulting.org slash subscribe. Uh, you can find the links to the uh to the Apple podcast, to the uh, or Apple version, the Spotify, these uh, and a couple other uh, a couple other ways you can uh, wherever you get your podcast, you'll be able to find that. So, but uh, EdUSA has their own now. It's called uh, the Edge 
Uh, and that is uh, particularly useful, I think. I've, I've gotten a lot out of that. Uh, there are a couple of advising centers uh, also that have uh, recently, I'm just finding this out now as I'm looking at the page on the site, uh, but uh, Education USA Mongolia, Capo Verde in, uh, in Africa, and Australia, Education USA Australia also have their own podcasts. So glad that those are being profiled as well. So there's some choices there uh, for some extra listening uh, habits uh, if uh, you need an extra podcast related to work. Uh, uh, then uh, in addition to the midweek roundup, uh, I humbly recommend you check out those EdUSA versions of, uh, of their content. Uh, I will also be sharing um, opportunity, uh, a presentation I was part of today or yesterday uh, called Going Beyond Webinars, uh, Advanced Strategies for Collaboration Between your, uh, EUR Advisors and U.S. Higher Education Institutions. Uh, it was a, I had a chance to present with uh, some amazing uh, young, uh, young ladies who have been in the field for between 7 and 12 years uh, as Education USA Advisors and are, my goodness, they are so advanced. Uh, when I think about um, some of the advisors that we, in terms of their knowledge of of, uh, of, of, of not only advising, virtual advising, so using social media to recruit, uh, to connect with students, all of this, uh, they just have some great, re uh, great experience now and uh, were part of, part of the panel I was, uh, had the pleasure of presenting with. Uh, Leila Hamnadova uh, from Azerbaijan, Natalia Kozlowska uh, from Education USA Poland, and Tatya Rutz. But lots, uh, and I've um, I, I made a I, 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 that's her uh, her name I have the most trouble with, but she 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 was very uh, kind and uh, about my poor pronunciation, so I appreciate her uh, and all of all of these uh, these rising stars and uh, actually established stars now in Europe uh, in the EdUSA network. So it was a, a, an interesting presentation. We we went through kind of two two main areas: the uh, an overview of the virtual outreach tools that are being used in EUR. Uh, they did a survey out to the advisors to see what, uh, what's working. Then they had some case studies of, from their own campuses of what they've done. Uh, I had the opportunity to share from the university side for that uh, what, uh, what, what some, of the mark, some of the more important principles that uh, are kind of have, have stood the test of time, really, in terms of social media marketing uh, and about living where your audiences live. And that's kind of a number one rule for, uh, for should be for uh, anytime you're going out on social and establishing, trying to connect with students is if you don't have a presence where your intended audiences are spending their time, then you're missing that boat. So uh, live where your audience lives, listen, listen, listen as just a way to approach uh, using social media effectively. Uh, then uh, we talked about, uh, in, uh, I talked about some of the resources uh, that could help U.S. higher ed folks figure out which tools are being used. Uh, I referenced the Global Guide. Um, for those who don't aren't aware of the Global Guide, this is something that Education USA, we started this actually when I was there back in 2010, right about the same time we started uh, the EdUSA Forum in D.C. Uh, it was a kind of a, at that point it was a compilation of just regional profiles from what was going on in the network from the, the Reacts would put together for the six different world regions, and then kind of global statistics on uh, web usage uh, or web visitors, social media sites, all the uh, all the presence of the network in those uh, respective areas. So uh, that for me, for my money, I always saw open doors as kind of. That's almost the Bible for international recruiters when they're figuring out where the top markets are, where they need to be recruiting, spending their time. And then we developed the Global Guide as sort of a compilation, uh, or a, kind of not a compilation, but a, if 
open doors is one a is one the first thing you look to uh, uh, the global guide should be the second most uh, second thing or one a on that list and certainly over the years it's grown uh, incredibly as a resource the reacts put a, a ton of time in putting that content together every year as well as the dc iie team that does uh, puts all the rest of the pieces together so definitely uh, uh, if you're trying to find out and break into a new area or find out what the current strategies are being used so i referenced that in the presentation and the global guide uh, is uh, for 2022 is available as well if you've got your login uh, to the education usa site you'll get that as well but uh, the global guide in addition to that uh, we talked uh, we talk about resources uh, that uh, and best practices uh, from uh, from the advisor side, as in terms of what plat, what uh, and giving some more case studies of what worked successfully, uh, what uh, what they really what they really saw as values. Uh, from my perspective, from the university side, the best practices on student engagement online is really keeping them coming back for more, uh, and having uh, and part of that means having uh, opportunities for them to engage with you uh, at all points in the admission cycle, not uh, not just by email because that uh, most. And we all know the challenges that email presents when communicating with prospective students. But really, these are some of the, uh, uh, whether it's student ambassador programs, virtual open houses, current student social media content that can be repurposed, not just on social, but in uh videos embedded in email content, in uh, overall messaging on your website, all of that needs to be re ever present. Ha developing international alumni testimonials uh, that can show value, uh, the real return on investment that is so important now for prospective students as they're making their choices on where to go. International uh, admitted student events, live AMA chats, uh, pre-departure orientations, content for parents, uh, virtual content for parents, having those uh, having the having the opportunities and as you plan uh, recruitment strategies and uh, plan what you do during the prospect st applicant stage, what you're doing to convert those applicants to completed and then admitted students and what you're doing to get admitted students to commit and hopefully enroll, what do you do at each of those different stages virtually to engage with your prospective audiences and how do you keep it fresh? How do you target students where they are, if, uh, particularly at the recruitment stage, that can be a little bit more diffuse where you're, you're trying different things in different countries. But obviously, when you get down to the admitted stage and uh, you, you you pick a platform that you can either simulcast to, like for those who aren't familiar, we do a live stream this out through a service called Restream. And this goes to our Facebook page for SMIE Consulting, our YouTube channel, our Twitter feed, and my LinkedIn profile, uh, live, live streamed on those uh, platforms concurrently. Uh, the advisors each mentioned uh, live streaming events that they do, that they simulcast, that they uh, are recording in Zoom, but they also are uh, posting it to their Facebook pages or their Facebook groups. So I think there's a lot of uh, lot of intentionality that needs to go into this. It can't be haphazard. It's like, oh, we're going to do this, we're going to do this, we're going to try this, try that. Uh, have some rationale behind why you do what you do. And that th these kind of uh, presentations uh, that you'll get the link to uh, will be uh, a really important uh, step in that direction uh, to help develop that. The final resource I'll share is a second session I was a part of uh, that uh, I've been preaching about for years in terms of um, those that know our six Ps of strategic internet national enrollment management, uh, we call those our six P's, those are our principles, uh, our six principles uh, that form our philosophy uh, at SMI Consulting on 
international enrollment management. Uh, those, that one of those P's is uh, personalization. And you do that, one of the ways you can do that is by have, having developed personas. And so there's a session on personas, know your audience, uh, and have uh, developed personas of the kinds of students you have on campus or the kind of students you want to recruit on to your campus and use that and use some of the potential responses that they might have to your content to drive uh, kind of some of your messaging. So it's it's a great a great tool, uh, great session, and there's some wonderful resources that they've uh, that they've had. I'll be dropping a link to that document as well. So all in all, I have to say it's always a pleasure uh, being a part of these EdUSA regional forums, uh, not only for the relationships that you develop, and when it comes right down to it, isn't that what we do uh, in, in international ed? It's about those relationships. It's about the people we've met over the years. It's about all the kinds of uh, opportunities we've had to be a part of conversations, whether it be uh, virtually uh, with uh, students all around the world, or it's with uh, people uh, that you're meeting when you've traveled to conferences like this, to fair recruitment fairs overseas. So there's all sorts of opportunities uh, that uh, these kinds of uh, events present. And I really encourage you, if you have the opportunity, attend the, these regional forums. Uh, if you do no other recruitment travel, do these, because uh, these are the influencers uh, that can impact uh, students of, uh, that's, uh, that might be looking at institutions like yours. And you can provide them the content and the information they need to make decisions informed decisions about what's right for them. So uh, that's all we have for you today. I wanted to take this time to say thank you again to the, the wonderful hosts uh, with Education USA here in Serbia, Elizabeth and Dragan, and uh, really uh, all the Education USA advisors who have traveled from near and far. Uh, we've had advisors from Ukraine able to, to come uh, and be a part of the conference, and advisors from Russia as well uh, that have uh, traveled long distances and very circum circum circuitous circuitous distances to get to, to get here for the event so uh, it's a wonderful uh, occasion when it when these events happen uh, there's uh, also about 50 to 55 to 60 university representatives here we had a nice college fair last night with over 350 uh, Serbian students uh, both at the undergraduate and graduate level a number that were athletes that were looking for uh, information about opportunities in the United States so really um, uh, altogether uh, an incredible opportunity uh, of to renew relationships, develop new ones, uh, get new resources and ideas that you can implement into your recruitment strategies. And uh, these are the kinds of things that you need as international admissions professionals. You need these kind of resources in country that you can refer to, but also that can be become friends, uh, lifelong friends that you'll meet at conferences and maybe have host on your campus one day. Uh, if they're in the U.S. for training or attending a conference, you can be a, a part of their professional development and helping them really get to know your institution better, but also provide uh, some content that will be useful for them to take home. So that's all we have for you today. Well, thanks again for being a part of our SMIE Consulting Midweek Roundup. I look forward to seeing you again in the weeks to come. Cheers.